This is a Real Presence Radio News Link. As public celebrations of the Mass continue to be cancelled heading into a new week, the Diocese of Crookston has released some spiritual tips and ideas for your family to do during this time. These ideas include praying the rosary for those affected by the coronavirus, praying the Divine Mercy Chaplet, reading the daily readings, praying the Stations of the Cross on Friday, and watching a movie about the life of Christ. A full list of ideas can be found online at crookston.org covid19. Beginning today, RPR will carry daily Mass, celebrated by one of our local clergy live on the radio and video streamed on Facebook and YouTube. It'll be broadcast Monday through Friday at 9 a.m. Central. And this week, more decisions about the Liturgy of Holy Week and Easter liturgies are expected. At this point, the Diocese of Duluth, Winona, Rochester, and Cheyenne will suspend the public celebration of these liturgies. Visit the news page at realpresenceradio.com and your local parish and diocesan websites for the latest details. This has been an RPR Newslink. Mayo Pharmacy in Bismarck is a faith-based pharmacy committed to delivering excellent care. We're pro-life and pro-family, respecting the dignity of the human person while providing for your individual needs. We have Catholic gifts for all ages, from mystic monk coffee to cards and crucifixes. Plus, we offer a wide range of clinical services, including rapid influenza testing and diabetes care management. You can visit us at 303 North 4th Street to discover the Mayo difference. Our number is 701-223-2424. In today's crowded higher education field, there's one university whose quality and personal care stands out from the crowd, the University of Mary. The University of Mary offers truly affordable, flexible adult education because your success is our priority. Here, you matter, and we're with you every step of the way to make sure you succeed. Choose a university community that cares about you as a student for life. Discover us at online.umary.edu slash discovermary. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating Mass together, and friendships. Here at Riverview, we have all those things and more. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. With Senior Independent Living Apartments and our Crosshaven neighborhood for those seniors who need a little more assistance, it is the sense of community here that makes Riverview home to all of us. Contact me, Carrie Dew, or Kelly Brecky for a tour at 701-237-4700 or online at homeishere.org. Looking for the latest news coming out of our local diocese on the novel coronavirus precautions? Listen for RPR Newslink updates Monday through Friday at the top of each hour during Real Presence Live and again throughout the afternoon, five minutes before 12, 1, 5, and 6 p.m. Central. We want to keep you informed so you can make the best decisions for you and your loved ones in this time of trial. It's the RPR Newslink, weekdays at the top of each hour during Real Presence Live and five minutes before 12, 1, 5, and 6 p.m. Central, right here on Real Presence Radio, your family of faith and hope. This is Real Presence Live on the RPR Network, bringing you stories of faith and hope through local hosts and guests from across the Upper Midwest. Now, back to the show. Well, good morning once again. Uh, Real Presence Live here. Father Mike Malloy here with... Andy Shaw. It's great to see you, Father. Yeah, it's good to be with you again. We used to do this when we started out, what, two years ago? Two or three years ago, yeah. So it's great to have you back. Um, We're grateful for everybody else who's listening to us today. Um, before we go ahead with our next segment, um, 
if you didn't get a chance to listen or, or uh, tune into the show before this time, we will be uh, celebrating Mass at the beginning of every uh, Real Presence Live show every day. Um, so it's either 8 o'clock Mountain Time, 9 o'clock Central Time. And um, the local priest or bishop will be um, offering that Mass. And so it's another opportunity for you to participate in that as we um, continue to walk through this difficult time. It will also be taped and available on, or it's going to be, excuse me, live via, via Facebook and on YouTube. And then, of course, it'll be taped and you could watch it later if you'd like to do that, too. So there's all kinds of options mm-hmm. there. One of many opportunities to celebrate Mass. So um, Andy's here to help out today. He did the Facebook part because you know how I am with that. I don't even like it. But <laughs> he was very helpful with that. And he's also here, though, to talk to us about what we brought up just in the last segment about the responsible presence of the media. Um, So let's begin by telling people, Andy, why are we asking you this? Because you are a teacher at the middle school in Rapid City. So why are you talking about the media? Well, Father, um, it was was great to be with you during Mass today, Um, even behind the camera. It was a different experience, but uh, just being in the presence of the Lord was awesome. You know, I, the, I started out, my career was actually in broadcasting. I went to school for broadcast journalism. Okay. Uh, uh, being raised um, with family, uh, believed in the Ten Commandments. Um, they also allowed me once a week to stay up and watch Johnny Carson back in the day. And I always wanted to be Johnny Carson. He brought joy to the world. Um, he brought laughter even in times like we're going through now. Yes. And um, But he was on late at 10.35, and so uh, once a week, if my grades were in, Mom and Dad would say, you may stay up for the monologue and, and watch Johnny Carson. And as, that, uh, as I studied him and, and studied his impact on people, uh, I decided to go into uh, broadcasting in college. And um, I spent almost 13 years in TV news uh, right after college and uh, before I got into education. And anything from... Um, you know, I started in Yuma, Arizona, uh, and finished up in State College, Pennsylvania, all around the country. But a reporter or a producer, uh, I was a news director or assistant news director, and then um, I found this great love to be a weatherman on TV because it was all ad lib. It was all uh, genuinely public safety, um, and it was something that impacted everybody every day, the weather. Um, and, and so the news business was kind of in my blood for, for many years. Um, and and this topic came up um, with with Real Presence Radio, and and they called and asked if I would be willing to talk about it, um, and just my insights on on what the world is doing right now. And you also have taught this, I believe, at St. Thomas More. Did yes. You do media courses, or are you doing that? I'm not not this year, but in the years past, I've taught an enrichment class, um, both at the high school and at the middle school levels, and um, which has been interesting because uh, those students were born into a world with cable television. You know, when I first started out, there were three channels. There was ABC, NBC, and, and CBS, and then there was the local PBS station. Um, and then everything kind of changed with the evolution of cable TV and satellite TV and obviously the Internet. Um, you know, and, and when I covered news back in the 90s and uh, early 2000s, you know, I, I covered Columbine, uh, the tragedy at Columbine High School, um, Princess Di, and, and of course 9-11, uh, and then... Hurricane Katrina was the last big event. So, um, you know, kind of Forrest Gump-ish where I've been. You know, I've been all around doing different things, but um, I've been blessed to be part of pretty significant things that impact our nation. 
let's dive in if we can then to the, because that background is is considerable and worthwhile. Let's dive into the the fact that in, on the media um, you can hear just about anything you want to hear, mm-hmm. and things can get sensationalized, um, misunderstood, um, misreported. So, um, where do we find the information that we actually need to help us during this outbreak? Yeah, that's such a great question because, like you said, it's it's everywhere, um, and what comes back to me and and is Jesus is the truth. No matter what, whether it's media, um, whether it's radio, television, internet, Jesus is, is the truth. So, you know, where do we, how do we bypass this sensationalism? I think to understand what it is first, um, you know, back, think back to when we had those three channels, right? And we would watch the news because at that time the media was created to, uh, well, obviously to, to make money from advertisers and to provide programming, but the main part of the TV news part was to provide public safety and provide information for the viewing public in the, every local market. Now, as it's grown um, to to cable to you know thousands of channels now, um, the ethics part of television has changed immensely. In the 90s, up to about the mid 90s, from what I remember, before we could go to broadcast or before we could go to print, we had to have proof and verification from our news director. Our news director had to say, "Did this person say this? Who, who? How can you verify this source?" We had to, we had to verify all the sources back then. Then, ratings, televisions, stations—they have four rating periods a year, four different months of the year. But ratings and headlines became the premier goal for what I think for most stations. They wanted to be the first to break the news, whether it was accurate or not. And then that started this whole new trend. Um, I, I think there's. Um, a lack of human dignity in the news, um, especially some of the separate programming that you see on all the different news networks um, where they they'd bash people left and right and they, they get away from treating people just as human beings and as children of God uh, for their own sake, for their own ratings, for their own... They, they put themselves out there. And everywhere you read or see on TV, the new thing is, well, not new anymore, but it, it's sources say. There's no verification of the source. It used to be so-and-so said you'd have to list their name and they'd have to prove it. Now it's just sources say. So this could be made up. That that's a sensational side of it. So that's mm-hmm. to understand that. So how do we bypass that? Yeah. So uh, we bypass that by, by, you know, I believe trusting your gut. I believe the Holy Spirit talks to us, those gut feelings we get. I totally believe that there's the Holy Spirit. So if Jesus is the truth and you're watching something on TV and they're saying something that's making you think, hmm, is that real? Is that not? Trust your gut. You have a choice. We're born with intellect and free will. You have your choice not to watch that or you have your choice to look into it further to get more information. I think that's how we bypass the sensationalism because it's not going to go away. It's going to be there. And you've made a point of saying that there's been a shift in the media to the point to where sometimes that sensationalism is actually what people are, what news media is going after because then they can sell their, uh, their right. television station or whatever it is. So We were the first to report this. You need to advertise with, I mean, everything's driven by the mighty dollar. So if they can go to to advertisers and say, we're the first to report everything, then they're, well, we want to be on yours. More people watch you, whether it's accurate or not. Mm-hmm. So I think to bypass it, trust your gut. Um, there's a reason we have those gut feelings. Okay. That's very interesting. So um, this is Father Mike Malloy. I'm here with Andy Shaw, and we are having a discussion about the media and the media's place in 
really in our life as, as a whole and, and specifically in terms of the situation and circumstances that we're dealing with. So uh, if you stay tuned with us, we'll be, coming, uh, we'll be um, continuing our discussion with Andy after the break, looking at a deep, the deeper questions of what is the proper place for media, both during this time like this and in general. Um, this, um, so there's more to come with us on Real Presence Live, please, so please stay tuned. Live, engaging, and local, this is Real Presence Live, where we bring you positive and uplifting stories and share the great things happening in our local area on the Real Presence Radio Network. In today's crowded higher education field, there's one university whose quality and personal care stands out from the crowd, the University of Mary. The University of Mary offers truly affordable, flexible adult education because your success is our priority. Here, you matter, and we're with you every step of the way to make sure you succeed. Choose a university community that cares about you as a student for life. Discover us at online.umary.edu slash discovermary. Rose Management is a family-owned business that believes in good morals, doing the right thing, and treating our residents as family. Rose Management provides affordable housing to complexes throughout North Dakota and Minnesota. All Rose Management properties and our maintenance staff are in a centralized location in their cities. If you have any questions, you can call at 701-237-6840 or online at rosemanagement.net. Again, that number is 701-237-6840. We all appreciate the comforting things in life. Great food, laughter, celebrating mass together, and friendships. Here at Riverview, we have all those things and more. Hi, I'm Carrie Dew, Executive Director. With Senior Independent Living Apartments and our Crosshaven neighborhood for those seniors who need a little more assistance, it is the sense of community here that makes Riverview home to all of us. Contact me, Carrie Dew, or Kelly Brecky for a tour at 701-237-4700 or online at homeishere.org. Hello, I'm Linda Baldwin with the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. We are now open, 9 a.m. to 8 p.m. Monday through Friday and 9 to 5 on Saturdays. We're located at 3709 South Grange, just west of Costco. We stock Catholic books, artwork, saint medals, rosaries, Bibles, parish supplies, plus Mystic Monk coffee and gifts for those special occasions like baptisms, First Communion, and Confirmation. I look forward to your visit to the Mustard Seed Catholic Store here in Sioux Falls. Through these times of trial, we invite you to join us in steadfast prayer for all those affected by the coronavirus and for increased hope and trust in the Lord. Monday through Friday from 1030 to 11 Central during Real Presence Live, our hosts lead a live rosary for these intentions. We also celebrate daily Mass at 9 a.m. and 3.15 p.m. after the Chaplet of Divine Mercy. And on Sundays, we bring you Mass at 7 and now 1030 a.m. Central. Please join us as often as you can. We're your family of faith and hope. You're listening to Real Presence Live. Now, back to more inspirational and uplifting stories and a look at the extraordinary things happening in our local area. Heard right here on the RPR Network. Well, good morning once again. Welcome back to Real Presence Live. Um, This is Father Mike Malloy. I'm here with Andy Shaw, and we will continue our discussion about the media um, so that we can appreciate a little bit more its place in our lives. Um, um, If you don't... uh, Oh, what am I saying here? Let's see. You, I think if you're about ready to talk about the app. 
Oh, yeah. Tell them about the app, Andy, because I don't even know what that is. So the Real Presence Radio <laughs> app, is it's really awesome. Um, but be, be sure you download it because that's one way you can listen to Real Presence Radio and, and all of the masses now that are being offered along with rosaries. If you don't have it, head to the app store on your phone and search for Real Presence Radio. Then once you do have it, here's what's really neat about it too, Father. You can listen to, to the daily programming right from the app, but you can also find podcasts. Uh, that, that date back over all the shows, and Real Presence Radio has great guests um, throughout all of the shows, and so you can go back and re-listen to them if you want, or uh, in this time of, of social distancing and everything, maybe download one of the podcasts and go for a walk. Get, you get your vitamin D outside and, and go for a walk. So the Real Presence Radio app is awesome, and it also includes uh, daily mass readings. You can submit prayer requests and, and be part of the family uh, if the Lord is calling you to donate even. So uh, take a moment to download the app. It is worth it. It's one of my favorite apps. You can also get vitamin D in a bottle. I, I, have, I have some. I yeah. do that too, yeah. <laughs> 500s or? Oh, yeah. <laughs> All right. Oh, it's good Back to, to a little bit more serious topic than what we do. <laughs> but, but you are right. And I was just thinking as you were talking, this interview we just had with uh, Bishop Bigler mm-hmm. and Cheyenne would be well worth people listening to. It, I agree. It, it was really powerful and, and very helpful in terms of the situation we're in. So we're talking, Andy and I are talking, because he has a background in media. Um, that was his first profession um, and his first uh, his training uh, through um, college. Um, so, Andy, can you talk about the proper place of media during this time, a time like this, this crisis mm-hmm. time? Um, I, I, I really think to, prove, to report the proven facts, not the hypothetical facts, but report the proven facts. You know, this is a time um, not just in our area, in our listing area, around our entire country and, and around the, the world. Um, this is a time that uh, this is something new for us. We've had, we've had breakouts before, um, you know, MERS and SARS and uh, different episodes, even the flu each and every year. Um, but this one, this is impacting everybody. I mean, 100% of the, the globe. Right mm-hmm. now, don't you think that part of the what's what's happening? Because I mean, I remember the mirrors and the SAR when you know mm-hmm. when those went on. But what's interesting is we have made such huge advances in social media that you know when somebody dies in a foreign country or ten people die in a foreign country, we know about it ten minutes later. Right. And so I think there's a heightened um, awareness of what's going on in the world, which I think even even a few years ago wasn't present in these other uh, situations. And, and therefore, the, the call again to that responsibility that says, report the facts, report what you know, don't report what you assume or you think. or Right. And I think that's where we can, um, we have to be cautious as, as listeners and as viewers. But I think, you know, your question was a proper place for the media during a time like this. And honestly, I think it's to report the proven facts. Um, don't report um, sensa- don't sensationalize or report things just to chase ratings because the media, as we talked about earlier in the segment, w- part of the purpose of the media is to provide public safety and public awareness. When I watch, you know, I don't have TV at home, but I can stream, you know, and obviously during this time, uh, as we don't, we're not in school, I'm at home more now. Um, and I was streaming some press conferences and I was blown away that the the journalists were um, attacking our president uh, for being a racist because he called it a China virus, you know, and they said that's a racist comment. Um, and 
what does that have to that isn't the t to me that isn't the time to do that the time now is to take care of each other uh, to report the news report the facts you know I think um, Genesis 3 when it really talks about original sin right and then and in that is the fear and the shame and the blame that Adam and Eve have and this blame that's also going on now is not the time in my opinion for the media to be blaming anybody because there's too much to be proactive about to provide health and, and safety for our people but there's blame everywhere maybe when it's all said and done like we all do after an event is over we go back and we recap it where can we improve there's the time for that and if there's blame there's blame because then we can become better now is not the time for blame so um, the proper place for media right now in my opinion is let's let's report the facts so we can provide public safety and not let's let's not just do hypotheticals and sensationalize yeah i think that's a really powerful point and you know that takes us kind of beyond like one step further um because we experience a lot of um hypotheses going on in the news i think at least my experience has been that and certainly we live in a time when there is just ferocious attacks on each other and you know in very belittling uh, it's one thing to say you know, Andy, I don't agree with you. It's quite another thing to, to use some kind of derogatory comment or some sort of labeling of you, you know, that that is intended to demean you as a mm -hmm. person. Um, so talk a little bit about, in a broader context, the responsibility of the media in terms of our everyday life. You know, that's what, um, one of the reasons I, I got out of media um, biggest reason was my nephew said, Uncle Andrew, I'd like you to become a teacher. You know, that was my number of reason. But the other reason, it, it got to the point of um, it was a political battle, even on the local news, uh, where I was at the time. And and so the responsibilities of the media aren't, and there are certain shows that are, you know, there used to be the editorial in the paper. Remember that back in the day? Yeah. And everybody would yeah. love to read that. And that was the place, that was the spot to write in your opinion. Right, the op-ed it was called, and that was your place. Now there are TV shows and radio shows everywhere that the op-ed is now broadcast, and that's where you know, and people are glued to that, and it becomes in some ways an addiction, because really I think what's happening is this this triangulization of the world where um, it takes the attention off ourselves and what's going on in our lives. So if somebody else is messing up, um, and somebody's broadcasting that and shutting them down. Boy, that takes all the pressure off of me to step up to be the best version of myself. That, that's a powerful point. That that it's it's much easier. And when, again, we see this in the story of Genesis, where you know God says to Adam, "You've eaten of the tree of the, of the you know the fruit of the tree that I forbid you to eat from." Right. And then Adam right away says, "It's her fault." And, she, and you she, created her. Yeah, and you created. You blame God. Yeah, and <laughs> and then she says, "And the snake did it." Which, by the way, you created to God. Um, so it's, I mean, it is that, that sense of, okay, I'm going to relieve myself from the responsibility of owning what is mine, what I've done well, what I've done poorly, you know, which to me is a, is a good definition of genuine humility. Mm -hmm. I'd rather push it off on somebody else and say, that's your fault, your problem, and if you would straighten up, then I would be happy. Mm -hmm. So I think it's a powerful example of what we see going on and how important it would be if the media would, would elect to say, we're going to report the truth. Um, we're going to report what this person said, what this person said, what this person said, and let people decide. Right. You know, and, and that's the way it used to be. 
Absolutely. You know, the final class senior year of, of technical journalism, broadcast journalism school, was ethics and morality in broadcasting. Mm-hmm. And it was a requirement. And you literally had to, you couldn't say sources say. You had to say this person exact and, and his or her title or description said this. And you leave it up to the people then to decide. You report both sides and let the people decide. In the case of what's going on now, we have medical experts, right? We have the, the, the government and what they're learning. Um, we have supply companies now who are stepping up, construction companies with masks. You know, there are some beautiful stories out there. And rather than create fear, let's, let's just get the truth out there for what we know, because this is changing hour by hour, mm-hmm. right? So let's just, let's go day by day and let's use this time to really sit back and say, okay, if I'm being told I can't go outside, then I, what am I going to do in the world right now? I think we live in this world of, well, if I don't have this, I don't, their first response is, I don't have this, I don't have this, I don't have this. What about what you do have? Mm-hmm. You do have family. You do have faith. You do have free will. You do have intellect. You do have Jesus. Yes. We, we make it much more difficult because of the materialistic world. And I would agree. And, and I, I think it would be a powerful thing if the media could share, you know, because there is obviously concern and there's there are real problems we're dealing mm-hmm. with. And, you know, people are dying and, you know, other people are being infected, etc. And so, you know, it's easy to focus on that. But to focus on, you know, the, those moments when people say, no, I'm going to step out, you know. I, I had a, a wonderful conversation with one of the priests in our diocese who's originally from Italy. And his uh, niece, who is um, is in another branch of medicine, she isn't wasn't um, working in a hospital, elected to go back into the hospital to see you know to to be available mm. to help um, in the midst of the horrible crisis that Italy is experiencing. It's like what a powerful story of of selfless giving and and reaching out and identifying with um, people. My own niece, beautiful story. She said, um, she said to her mother, she said, we went and we, we had food, we went and ordered food and had it brought to the house because I think we need to support the people who produce food because they are also struggling and they're hurting and to do that once in a while so that we are helping to support them as much as, as you know, we're trying mm-hmm. to support ourselves. And I thought, what a simple example of someone who's saying, I'm reaching out of myself. Now, could could my niece and her husband use the extra money that they would spend on eating out, right. you know, make food for less for their family? They have a big family. Sure, they could. But it was the sense of, you know, we're all in this together. And, and to have the news media report those kind of things. Right. Here's an example. Of course, they would actually have to have my niece call them and tell them that. But, <laughs> um, Sometimes they don't know what they don't know. But, yeah. but, Father, what you just said there literally described how the world used to be in the 50s, 60s, 70s, and 80s. We've done this before, and it worked then. Yeah. It was simple. Our priorities were different. Our priorities were family. Our priorities were taking care of the local companies. You know, I remember up in Leeds, South Dakota, when I'd visit my grandparents, I'd walk down the block to buy bread from somebody, their store on the side of their house, to support them. That's what you just did back then. And that's the way the world was, and it worked pretty darn well back then. Yep. So maybe this is getting us back to that. And, and hopefully, and like you, like we've said, our, our topic here is it would be wonderful if the media could somehow become a part of that mm-hmm. in saying, 
you know, we, we have we've had advertised here on on the on the show today. Here's what um, Crookston is doing in terms. Of, here are some ideas and suggestions of how you can continue to keep your faith alive in this right. time. Media could, media could provide a great op opportunity by saying, here are some things that you could do to live in solidarity with one another. We can't physically talk to each other, but we can make phone calls. We can, um, you know, get food rich. Right. Uh, we, we can reach out to our to our neighbors. Um, um, I've heard other people saying, well, somebody's going to the store, they'll call their neighbors and say, do you need anything? Right. I'm going. That Just that sense of opening ourselves up to say, how can I be of service to those around me in this difficult time and, and, and to have the media sort of present that to us um, while they're presenting, as you said, the facts, the truth about mm -hmm. what's going on, um, to be able to do that would be um, it would be so important and could be go a long way toward really helping us to come together in this time. I agree. Um, so it would be wonderful. So um, anything else you want to leave the listeners with this morning regarding this topic? You know, I think um, just... This story will be with us probably through at least the November election. I mean, it's it's part of this is also politicized, um, if not even longer than that. But we do have the choice to choose what to watch and what to believe. Um, we were given the free will. We were given the intellect. So use those great gifts and go back to uh, putting God first and watch what happens after that. If If God is first, then... Um, then we will go back to the way it was, where you support uh, local, you, you put others first, too, and, um, and the rewards you will receive are exactly what God has promised all of us. Mm. Great great final thoughts, Andy. Appreciate this conversation. So um, coming up next, when you return, we're going to be praying the rosary live here on the air. We'd encourage you to grab your rosary and pray that with us um, as, uh, as we continue with Real Presence Live. We'll be back in just a moment. This is Real Presence Live, where the focus is not on the evil around us, but on conversion and mercy through the good news that is always good. We're local, engaging, and live on the Real Presence Radio Network.